Welcome back to Breakfast with Trent Copeland and Michael Karianis and Copes. Plenty of text on the Edgewater Homes text line. Um, sending around the cricket still. Dan says, bowler rotation needs to happen in five test series. Reason why we lost to India and the Ashes last year and this year. The bowlers are cooked by that stage. Case in point, they're lo- no longer fast bowlers. They're medium fast bowlers at best nowadays. Oh, man. So... <laughs> The bowlers were outstanding yeah. this summer, and they they bowled the house down at the Gabba. Yeah. So, and I mean, we did a piece looking particularly at the GPS data on Mitchell Stark the other day, having bowled twenty two, uh, twenty two overs, did over twenty four kilometres in the day, and his last over he was bowling up towards he bowled one hundred and fifty two k an hour ball in the last over of the day mm. with a second new ball. So, I mean, I. I don't mind the premise of talking about the need to have everyone fresh. That's fair. Yeah. But saying that they were medium paces or didn't bowl well this summer, I think it was all batting the reason why some of these matches were lost this summer. Matt from Penrith, we touched on this yesterday a little bit. If Australia didn't declare the first innings and the first wicket punches uh, and the final wicket punches out 15 to 20 runs, which was the margin in the end, the Aussies might have won. Would we still be talking about the batting lineup? The the decision to declare, I thought it was a good one. I thought it was the right one. Me too. All right. Yeah. We text you saying, move on, gents. Cricket's over. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But it's still... That's Brent Reid's mate, Lionel. <laughs> We're getting uh, lots of reaction to press conferences, opinion on series generally. Mm. I'd, to be honest, I love that people are just talking test cricket. Yeah. And the storylines that we got over the last little while. But we also have been talking... NFL off the back of the championship matches yesterday, the AFC and NFC championship matches, the Kansas City Chiefs, too good for the Ravens, and the San Francisco 49ers uh, getting the job done over the Detroit Lions. We have a special guest. We've got Colin Scotts, the first Australian to win a football scholarship in the USA, played in the NFL. Have a listen to this. Cardinals clamp down. Colin Scotts, the first Australian in the NFL on his first NFL sack. Scott said he's going to try his famous kangaroo hop if he gets a sack today, but he, I said, hey, you can't do that in the NFL. It's illegal. He said, I'll tone it down and call it the crocodile young. Now, check this out. The crocodile young and Colin Scotts. <laughs> I love that stuff. Uh, Colin, good morning to you. How are you? Yeah, Trent, Mike, morning to you, boys. It was a long time ago, but, uh, yeah, great memories. Great memories, yeah. Great <laughs> memories indeed. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Hey, were you watching the games yesterday? And I guess, do you sit back as a former player now and are you a fan of the teams that you played for or do you actually watch different teams now and support different people? Yeah, good question. I'll always have a heart for the Cardinals, you know, that was my team that selected me and drafted me. And then, of course, the Houston Oilers don't exist anymore. But I follow the Cardinals. Unfortunately, they're, they're uh, a very much a losing program, but I love them. But funny enough, I do go for the 49ers um, and just happy to see them in the grand final. In saying that, I was really sad for Detroit, you know, the way this season and the battlers and how they were, you know, 0-16 and 16 four years ago and 3-13. and 13 And the way they'd come back, the whole program, it was, would have been a fairy tale. But... Yeah. No, good for the 49ers. It's going to be great, you know, a great clash in Kansas City. What can you say? Four out of the five last Super Bowls. And, 
We get Taylor Swift. It's all good. <laughs> Copes is a big 49ers fan, and he was touching on Brock Purdy and his rise. Um, you know, you probably can't have two more contrasting players in terms of where their careers are, in terms of dollars and cents in, in Pat Mahomes and, and Brock Purdy going head-to-head. How does that? How do you see that battle playing out? Yeah, look, Purdy, what, what a great story, you know, and a man of faith and, you know, you know, God bless him. He's just a very calm operator and just he doesn't get ahead of himself. He, look, he's not the greatest runner of all quarterbacks, but, you know, he's just proven everybody that uh, you know, he can be a great uh, long-term solution here quarterback after a lot of a lot of quarterback trying at the 49ers. He has really stood up and, yeah, he's been he's been one of the best quarterbacks without doubt. If you look at his stats last even six weeks, he's, he's the best quarterback in the NFL. So, and Mahomes, of course, you know what can you say? Just unpredictable. Can run the ball. Can pass at all angles. Can he can just change a game in a second? And and he, you know he didn't have his greatest year this year. He really relied on the defense. So that's been a great savior for him. But noticing his you know the last couple of weeks, he's really getting his mojo back and. You can never doubt, you know, Mahomes. We're looking at one of the great quarterbacks of all time, you know, and and, and, and a great legacy for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, good point. Uh, when you look at the matchup, and, and obviously from your experience playing defensive end, uh, do you think the San Francisco front seven can actually overcome what Pat Mahomes is? Because we're looking at a guy that's going to go down in history alongside the likes of Tom Brady, if not he's already in that conversation. Do you think it's the front seven for the 49ers that can win or lose the game in the Super Bowl? Absolutely, it is the front seven. It is the best front seven in the NFL. But I've seen it all before, boys. And every time I think, you know, they're going to get to him, it doesn't matter. Even if they put pressure, he's so agile. He, I haven't seen anybody really contain him. He's just, you know, the 49ers have got a great, great defensive line. There's no debate there. But again, I just think, God, if you're a betting man, you just cannot, you know, especially with Andy Reid, the coach, and, you know, Kelsey, the best tight end in, in, in the business. And, and Mahomes and him have got, Mahomes and Kelsey have got the best one-two relationship. And, and those two are just totally in tune to each other and unstoppable, unstoppable. I really believe Mahomes is just that type of freak quarterback. He's just put a whole new dimension into it where he's actually a running back, you know, He's not just the throwing machine. He's just the way he runs. He's so elusive that he's he's an actually a running back threat. So it's uh, he's changed the whole. You know, you look at the Brady's and all that, and they're all stand back quarterbacks. They just stand there and they're accurate throwers. But Mahomes is an accurate thrower, but he's just so agile and he runs and gets that first down. You mentioned um, that relationship between Kelsey and, and Mahomes. It it looked like they were out of sorts. You know what six weeks or so ago. What have you seen um, or how have they been able to turn it around? Yeah, no, they really went through it. Uh, and, you know, maybe it's a blessing, you know, because they were rolling sort of along and then, yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, yeah, the, the franchise was in a real downturn, losing games in the last minute. Kelsey wasn't catching balls. And then, to be honest, the whole Taylor Swift thing blew up and, mm. you know, they, they were saying that Kelsey's not focused and coaching him were having issues and Mahomes was running off and mouthing off after that game they lost and blaming the refs and it was just ugly and you know what it was ugly and, and but they hit the low point and, and credit to the organisation and, and coach Andy Reid he's, he's got everybody back Kelsey seems to be happy again and what you know they're they're in tune again you know as as great teams do 
they, they lift when it's all about, you know, the, the, the business part of the year. And they've certainly, you know, they weren't too impressive against, you know, the, the Ravens, but, um, you know, they, 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 they got it done. That's, that's, that's what they're doing. And, and um, I, I, unfortunately, I think they're probably going to get it done against the 49ers. Yes, I love that you said unfortunately. Well done. Uh, what about <laughs> just generally when you, when you look at the NFL these days and you obviously played in the league yourself, are you looking at the league and thinking the changes, much more pass-heavy game these days, do you like where the NFL is at more broadly at this point? Yeah, I think like anything, guys, and it's faster too. You know, they've got to snap the ball in you know less than thirty seconds, and so they everything's drilled on everything. Everybody wants more entertainment, and you know what, everyone loves passing. You know, but the same old thing. You've got to. Have, there's two things you can do: is run or pass in the NFL, and you've got to. You can't cannot be too predictable on the pass because the defenses know it, they read it, and and they they have schemes to stop it. So you just got to keep a balance, but. Yes, the NFL, even college now, you know, they're just all passing orientated. You know, it's a lot easier to get you know, uh, yardage over the top. But, you know, you, you watch, mate. I mean, uh, you watch the 49ers. They've got a great running game. They'll, they'll, really, uh, they'll really get some yards. They've got it. Like anything, you've got to get the rod. You've got to get the yard and then take the pressure off the quarterback. So then, it's a, you know, if it's a third down, it's short and two and three instead of eight because it's a... You've got to keep the defence thinking. You cannot be just thinking pass, otherwise you get smashed. And, and just finally, mate, is it your heart with the 49ers or your head with the Chiefs? Who's going to take out the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks' time? Uh, I, don't, I love the 49ers. I can't, and I'm, I'll be honest, man, I'm sick of Kansas City. I, I, just, <laughs> I, I, just, I just am. I, I hate them. I hate them. But if I'm betting right now, I'd definitely say Kansas City. I just think that they've got... Their defense is unbelievable right now, as I said, and Kelsey and, and, and uh, you know they're just they're just founding their form right now. So yeah, definitely for probably forty. I'd love the forty nineers to win. It's been a long time between drinks, and you know sick of Kansas City. But if I'm betting, I'd go Kansas City. Oh, I love your work, defensive end in the NFL yourself, and I've loved hearing your opinions on the game today. Played for the Cardinals. All over the 49ers, but it could be the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Colin, thanks so much for your time this morning. Pleasure, Trent, Mike. All the best, mate. Let's hope we get a good game. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope we do. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers.